Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy Cody and the other guy here once again for some good conversation. Yeah. There's a tiny table. There's Woo. a big room. There's big two room. dudes here to talk to you. Your boys <laughs> are in the house. The he's out. Yeah, if you'd like to be on the podcast, shoot us a DM. Let you us know, know in the comments. We haven't Same. had a guest in We would a love to have a guest. Uh, Boo, she'll be back yeah. soon. We miss having Boo on here. She's a regular part of this. The Lord ministered to her and I several years ago about doing this. And so we pulled the trigger and then uh, life, you know, we started homeschooling and uh, other stuff. So she stays pretty darn busy, but soon she'll get back in it. And then uh, we're excited for that. But if you want to join us, you know, send us a DM so we can tell you no. And uh, we'll be excited about that. <laughs> or maybe you have a suggestion of someone we should try to get <clears throat> on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. I don't really know crazy. exactly how that would work, but I'd like to try. You know, why not? Hmm. Cool to hear some other people that are living this life of faith and have some nuggets of wisdom or... Talking to you, Tim Ross. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, sure. Talking to you, Francis Chan. <laughs> sure. Hey, yeah. Come on down. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Love Father Mike? Francis Chan. Father Mike. Bring it back. Looking at you, brother. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Talking to you. Bring it on. <laughs> Father Mike. So funny. I think one of our most viewed and most commented on videos is when we talked about Father Mike. It's amazing how his audience is so much bigger than ours. Father Mark, well, Mike's got it going on. What's funny is I, I was <clears throat> I was re-listening to like a, an older episode of uh, Tim Ross's podcast, and he mentioned Father. I don't think he specifically no, said he Father Mike, not. but he talked about. He's like he's like that Catholic guy. No, he <laughs> he's did like not. he's one of the biggest uh, podcasts like in the nation right That's now. That's amazing. But he's like, dude, does post every single day. So, oh <laughs> man's making moves. He's going for it, man. Man's making moves. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So, what kind of moves are you guys making? How's life? How's things going? It's all about the moves. The moves. Uh, I had a weekend. Ooh! (laughs) I had a weekend. Uh, Let me tell you how about I. uh, I had a moment where. (laughs) I think I know where you're going. Do you? Uh, Is it about your dog? It is about my dog, man. Gosh, dude. I. I, Yeah, it's about my dog. Here's the thing. Um. I haven't heard the story though. So yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, so okay. Obviously, I know you had to leave work yesterday to take care of some stuff, Gosh, and man. in my mind, I was like, "How? <laughs> How?" I, yeah. Okay. So here, here's the thing. I do believe that. Well, before I get into that, okay. So essentially, on Friday afternoon, this is now Tuesday, so it's been a couple days removed at this point. On Friday afternoon, after I put Evie down for her nap, I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I'm gonna go mow the lawn because mm-hmm. my mom's gonna pick up Roman that day from school." So I had I had time. Yeah. And I was like, "All right, Evie is secure. She's safe. She's in her room. She's napping. I'm gonna mow my lawn." Question. Answering maybe. Don't forget where we're going here. <laughs> okay. If you're mowing the grass and Evie wakes up, how do you know that? Well, I get notifications on my phone. Wow. So, yeah, I have a camera in her room. I don't know how long we're supposed to leave cameras in our kids' rooms, but I do have a camera in her room, and I get sound notifications, motion notifications. So well, if, if she were to stir, I do have okay. insight to where she is okay. All right, and cool. what's happening. Fair enough. So, we, my children, Christian's getting ready to turn 13 in September 21st. Samuel is 13, turns 14 in April. Uh, we still use baby monitors. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> It's like I need to know where they're at in the house when, you know, mom and dad yeah. time rolls around. I want to know that no one's tickling anyone's toes <laughs> when something important's going down. Oh. So we still use baby monitors, well, and Samuel's 13. So <laughs> I could go into a story, but I won't. I, could, ah! I, won't, I, won't, I won't. Was there some toe tickle? <laughs> no, but it, it almost got weird. Same dog, though, <laughs> that I'm about to talk about. 
Okay. All right. That's anyways, a story for another time. Anyways, but I, I will say we Jeez, yeah. So even with the camera, Evie had like so. Okay. So Evie's at the place now where she's getting old. Or I'm going to divert to a different story at this oh, point. And I'll come. I'll come back to the dog in a second. <laughs> but uh, you know, Evie's old enough now to where she's now in like a toddler bed or at least okay. a transitional toddler bed. And so yep. yeah, she's able to get up out of her bed, and if she wants to, she can kind of tinker around with her toys. But she's also figured out like, oh, I can open the door and get out. Mm. <laughs> and so you know, we realize okay, we need a camera that's actually like showing like real activity because there was one day where she got up and we <laughs> noticed that we had an old camera in there and it just did like snapshots and so the motion was at 1 a.m and i went out because i had heard a noise in my house at like 4 30 in the morning and i went out there and i was like looking around i was like what the heck was that noise i don't see anything and all of a sudden i hear what are you doing dad <laughs> <laughs> she was like sitting underneath the table playing <gasps> with our cat she'd been out there for at least three hours Whoa. in the middle of the night like I don't know if she was sleeping. I don't know if she was up that whole time. So we were like, we need a camera in her room that like shows like detailed logs of like, when did she actually get up? How did she get out? Like what happened? So anyway, that's where I have a newer camera now that has like real, like good notifications. But yeah, so we needed to have something I could keep some good tabs on this girl. I guess to my benefit in our household, like I am the lightest sleeper in just about the world. Kylene is usually pretty light. So like my boys could like, fart while they're sleeping and it comes through the baby monitor and I'm like I'm up I'm up you know what I mean and so we never had to worry about that because I was always up and Rachel sent me a meme the other day to to find me in in a capsule it was like just me and my four hours of sleep against the world (laughs) so I don't sleep at all and uh and I'm working on it with my faith because it's genetic my mom doesn't sleep at all either Mm. and so but so I've never had that problem where a child gets out of their crib or out of bed and they're just in the living room for three hours and I not know about it that's just wild to me bro it was uh it was one of those of just like okay that that's when we for a little while and she didn't like it and we kind of felt a little bit bad but at the same time like it was for her safety like we got to lock the door girl like we, dude i mean honestly i can't have you out here what she's that's what i'm into. saying like i can't have you out here just roaming the house like <laughs> if i'm not awake like i just don't know what you might get mm. into i want to be safe here that's wild you know so anyway we ended up getting new cameras so now i got like really good notifications I'll okay get, like all that kind of stuff back but anyway to the dog. back to the dog <clears throat> so i had all this time and i was like i'm gonna mow my lawn i'm gonna do this um but i know that like if I mow the lawn and I leave the dog in the house, he just wants to be out there with me. Mm. He's, this is our rescue dog. This dog we've had for almost two years now. He's always been kind of in rough shape. He's been he's a very sad-looking pit bull. He's a very pitiful Aww. pit bull. That's what we call him, our little pity pit bull. Um, so he, he's still relatively, you know, he's in good health. I mean, I would say he could still get, get better, but, you know, he, he's doing okay. Uh, but anyway, he really loves us, and he wants to be with us. Aww. And so I knew that... If I left him in the house, he was going to bark, and it was probably going to wake up Evie, and then I'd be out there not able to actually finish mowing my lawn. But I had this leading on the inside. I was like, you should leave the dog in the house. And I was like, nah, it's probably fine. It's not that big a deal. Like, I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring him outside like I always do. But anyway, I'm out there mowing the lawn. Can I say something real sure, quick? Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> Interrupt your story. Sure. I think it's really cool how you said he's our rescue dog mm-hmm. and how he always just wants to be with you. Yeah. And it's incredible how you guys rescued him and he just always wants to be with you. And I think about how Jesus has rescued us. Is that where you're going? No. Okay, great. That's just good too, though. It's like, (laughs) it's like, no wonder why we desire to be with him. He rescued us from this pitiful, how you guys even call him the pitiful pitbull. It's poor kid. Like, come on, give him a better name. Come on, like lovely dog. I mean, call him something. Oh yeah. He's our, he's our little old man. You know what I mean? He's our, he's our, he's awesome. But it's cool. 
how you can even see that it's almost like he knows how bad his life was before you guys rescued him Dude, from the shambles he was in. he was in rough shape. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you're saying, if there's any type of way to have some kind of parallel here like that, I mean, dude was like skin and bone. He had sores all over his body. I mean, he had ear infections. Mm. Like, he had blood and all this. Like, he was just... Like, I personally thought when we rescued him, I was like, we're just going to be with him until he dies. Aww. Like, I really thought, yeah. like, this dude's not going to make it. But here we are two years later. Well, it's just so awesome. And, and like you said, such a cool parallel. Like, I, I mean, not that we had all that stuff in our physical nature, sure. but we sure sure had it on the inside. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, we yeah. looked like with yeah. sin. You know what I mean? All that grossness and disgustedness. And, and it's just amazing. Sometimes I think we, we, we don't realize the true miraculous saving power of Jesus Christ, how he took us from that life of sin and made us righteous, mm. how he took us from that disgusting life and made us clean yeah. and made us holy and made us righteous, like I just so said. And I think we, we, we maybe belittle that in our own minds, not intentionally, but I think if we could understand it for what it really is, we would have the same mentality that your dog has. Like, yeah. I just want to be with the one that saved me. And I don't even care if he's cutting the grass. I don't <laughs> even care if he's not giving, able to give me his full attention. Let me just be yeah. around the individual that took me in when I was not lovely, when I did not look good, when I did not smell good, when yeah. I was not healthy let me be around the one that saved me from all of that and it just kind of puts things in perspective of my mind as you're talking like in my heart i'm just like my goodness i love jesus yeah dude how he just loved me when i was unlovely how he took me in when i was a sinner how he took me in when i looked gross and smelled gross and felt gross and made a disaster of my life because i was doing everything that i wanted to do instead of the simple things that he wanted me to do but yet he never turned his back on me and he rescued me and he's given me this wonderful life because he's a wonderful God, and uh, let me never forget that, that I just want to be close to him. Amen. I should bring my dog on Wednesday and just use him as a sermon illustration. It's a good illustration, <laughs> and it's not anything we yeah, pre-planned, yeah. but Absolutely. it's just, as you're saying, that's amazing how the Holy Spirit can minister through anything. Amen. Yeah. And you're just talking about this, and I'm just like, man, I love Jesus. So good. So anyways, you're in the backyard, and you have this little check in your spirit, and you're like, eh, but we'll just push through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I pushed through it. and uh, Which we've all done. Yeah. No that, shade. That's honestly, like, because I just felt, I was like, I'm going to talk about this and let them know. Like this happens even to me today. But anyway, I'm going to get to the point of the story here. Right, so it's coming. I, I, I'm mowing my lawn and I am going and I'm like, I'm only like maybe like 20 minutes into this process and my backyard's fairly big. And so I'm doing this thing and my dog's laying in the grass like he always does while I'm mowing the lawn and I'm going by, I'm mowing my lawn and I don't know what happened, but he did this weird little spin flippy situation his tail flipped underneath my lawnmower, and I immediately heard like a big, Fwah! and then oh, like, and he just jumped no. up. He made no sound. He didn't make any reaction, but I immediately just saw blood flow just like coming from his tail. I'm like, weak. Yeah, like dude oh, just no. was just like bleeding, oh. but then he was just looking at me like wagging his tail <laughs> while blood's just like flowing. I was just like, oh. My gosh, like, what have I done? Like, I felt so bad. And I, I, like, I was looking, I was like, oh my gosh, did I cut his tail off? Like, what happened? Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And so I'm like trying to investigate here. Do won't even stay still long enough for me right. to like really right. do anything. And I'm just like trying to figure it out. Like, Kylene's not home. Evie's in the, 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 the bedroom. And I'm thinking, like, do I have to go to an emergency vet for this? Like, I don't even know what to do. Uh, so the only thing I thought to do was just like, I'm just going to 
rinse his tail with a hose the best thing i can do uh i tried to like wrap it with like a rag but it wouldn't stay on right and so at some point i was just kind of like well i still have to mow my lawn oh no (laughs) so i just kind of let him let him chill and and bleed for a little while while i finished the lawn because i didn't really know what else to do uh but eventually uh it got to a place to where i was able to finish because he was chill he was okay so i was like i'm just gonna let him sit and bleed. <laughs> this poor guy's terrible. <laughs> oh, and man. And, uh, you know, <laughs> after I mowed my lawn, Evie's still sleeping at this point. My mom, like, ended up calling. was like, hey, I'm just going to take Roman to my house. I was like, good. That's great. Take him to your house. Like, yeah. don't bring him here. It's a bloodbath <laughs> over here. <laughs> Chaos. Oh, uh, man. And so, anyway, like, a, couple, a little bit of time has passed. I've cleaned up most of the blood that's in our sunroom at this point because he's just been chilling in there, bleeding everywhere. And, it was a lot of blood, so there was a part yeah. of me that was like, is this dude, like, is this it? Is this, is this going from a tail? Oh, my uh, gosh. But eventually it got to the place where I think it, like, stopped enough, and then when Kylie got home, like, you know, we wrapped it pretty good. And uh, anyway, uh, so we were a little bit concerned all weekend. We ended up not going to the emergency vet because the bleeding did stop. Mm. Um, but I knew in my heart, I was like, I should probably at least just, like, get him checked. I was like, because I don't want to, like, have any, like, infection or anything like sure. that and all that kind of stuff, which luckily – kind of like full circle moment like after everything i went through i was able to like drop him off at the vet and they were able to see him at some point yesterday um the vet was like he's good it cut it in such a way that it actually went with the tail instead of like against the tail so there was no broken bones or anything like that it was just like a good like probably two inch long gash Ugh. did they have to stitch it or anything they didn't have to stitch or anything they mm. actually said that i did a really good job oh, wrapping it. they're like they're like i saw you used a little bit of gauze and some gaff tape you did a really good job yeah. wrapping it enough to where it stopped the bleeding but let the tail breathe and i was like I can be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm a vet. <laughs> I'm a vet. <laughs> Give me your yeah, job, I can do sir. your job, Dr. Wait. <laughs> what up? <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so. Wild. Yeah, I almost cut my dog's tail off this weekend. You're a uh, terrible parent. I, I felt really <laughs> bad, man. I felt really, really bad. Uh, but basically, the whole point of that story is I do think it could have been avoided. <laughs> mm. And I was thinking about, I was like, God, where did I go wrong <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. what happened? And and I felt like he was telling me, he's like, I did try to tell you to leave the dog inside, Yikes. you know? Yeah. And, and when I really, like, tried to analyze it, I was like, why did I not heed that wisdom in that mm. moment? And I realized it was because there was definitely some selfish motive there. Sure. I was thinking, like, I do not want Evie to wake up. Mm. Because if he barks, like, Evie's going to wake up. Then I'll have to tend to her. I won't be able to mow the lawn. I won't yeah. be able to get the stuff done. I'll be able to, that I need to get done. And so out of the convenience yeah, of me, I, I over or I, I suppressed the wisdom of the Holy sure. Spirit in that moment. And I ended up <laughs> clipping my dog's tail, uh, you know, and I'm not saying that that's always the reason that the Holy Spirit is like leading you to not do something. But I do feel like in that moment he was trying to say, hey, there could be an accident sure. outside. Uh, let's leave the dog in. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I feel like the message that the Holy Spirit wanted to say today is it's not always going to be the most convenient That's it. when the Holy Spirit gives you direction. <clears throat> but when the Holy Spirit leads you in such a way, yep. it is for the greater good. <laughs> There's a reason why he's trying to lead you into something. And so we have to suppress convenience for the reason why he's leading us. And I think that that's something that the church as a whole has kind of like failed at Mm. is we've just made it so easy sometimes for people that they don't really have to listen to God as much. Yeah. Let me give you an example. I feel like, and we've even, I'm going to do a service on this in the youth after I get out of the series, but it's like, we've even said this from the pulpit. Like if you don't want to witness to somebody at school, just bring them to church and we'll witness to them. Mm. 
But what we're doing is we're still in them of the opportunity to be led by God, yeah. to minister to somebody, to operate in that faith of like stepping out when you don't understand and stepping out, but just being led. Yeah. And so step out and follow God, be courageous and be bold. And as you step out and learn how to do that, and like Romans 8, 14 says, how the children of God are led by the spirit of God, yeah. we've taken away opportunities for people to actually be led mm. by God. So a lot of them don't even know what that feeling's like. Yeah. So they don't respond to it when they should be responding to it. And then it just ends up not working out because they didn't follow the Holy Spirit. And so I think we have to work really, really hard at like teaching people that the Holy Spirit wants to lead you. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to give you those opportunities to do that in the real world so that stuff like this can be avoided. Yeah. And we need to stop making it so easy for people not to follow God. Yeah. Like we need to tell people like uh, in the youth group, I'm going to challenge them in a couple of weeks. Like, don't let me be your excuse for you not talking to someone about Jesus. This That's is good. your job. You are a disciple and you need to be bold to preach and talk about Jesus. And you, if you if, don't, we, and I'm going to apologize. We've made a mistake of telling you just invite them to church and we'll take care of the rest. No, mm. you have the same Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. You have the same word of God and you've got to walk by faith just like everybody else has to walk by faith. And if you can't learn how to do that at school yeah. and at work, then you're going you're gonna to be in real trouble. Yeah. Because like with that, listening to the Holy Spirit and being like, leave the dog in, it takes faith to respond to that correctly. Okay, yeah. I believe that God is doing this for my better, in betterment. Yeah. He's doing this for the betterment of my life. Yeah. Is that a word, betterment? think so he, sure he's doing this for the prosperity of my life if the you benefit. would the benefit of my life and so we don't always have the answers and that's why the bible says the just shall live and walk yeah. by faith and yeah, so yeah. in that moment which we've all made this mistake sure. you, you know i did it with samuel when we we're up in indiana on family vacation one time and he ended up cutting his foot because i didn't so it's a matter of trusting that what god is saying to us is the right thing and for our benefit yeah so let me just go ahead and act on that mm -hmm. right uh, and so I think it's about now you'll remember this. Oh, yes, I will. hundred <laughs> percent. It seemed like such a small little thing of like, yeah. oh, why would I leave the dog inside? You know what I mean? Mm. Like he likes being outside with yeah. me, you know, like, so like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave him outside with me. And, and we even have a little bit of a situation where, you know, him and our cat just still quite don't really get along. I believe it's cause he is out there on his own in the wild. He probably just thinks uh, cat true. food, you know what I mean? Right. And so he doesn't really know, Oh, this is our pet. He thinks mm. I got to get this out of the house for the guys. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a, there's a strange creature in here. There's yeah. food for us in here. Right. You know? So I, that's another reason why my mind was like, I can't leave him inside sure. cause he'll get the cat, you know, yep. whatever. But, you know, th I feel like that's just excuses that mm -hmm. I was making in the moment. And, and while maybe there was some legitimacy to those excuses, the, the main thing is I felt led to leave him inside. Mm. And it seemed like such a small thing. And there might even be someone out there, well, nothing really bad happened. He ended up being okay in the end anyway. But, yeah, I still had to go through the stress of cleaning up blood and making the sure money this, of going, this, to the vet. going to the vet to actually pay for all this stuff. The you torture know. it cost that little guy. Yeah, I mean... I felt so bad Yeah, all weekend. I was just mm -hmm. like, my, my buddy, my guy. I think it's always the conflict that we have. It's the human versus the divine. Mm -hmm. And that's a, a conflict we're never going to be free of. We just have to learn. And I don't like to be like hyper spiritual, but the fact is, is we are spirit beings and mm -hmm. that spirit side of us is going to live forever. That's the eternal part of us. And that's the part that God talks to because he is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and yep. in truth. And so we have these conflicts at time where it's divine versus natural, it's divine versus human. And we yeah. have to learn how to give way to the divine. You know, I think about Moses when he was called by God with that burning bush experience. And if you remember, he fled Egypt because yeah. he'd killed his shoulder. So he's now out here 
here in the wilderness living and you know he's married to i can't even remember her name zafariah zafaris <laughs> whatever zafariah jethro's daughter and fun and god, names back then <laughs> and god right and god ministers to him and if you read that in exodus chapter three i believe it is it's the divine and then the human mm-hmm. the divine then the human and it's like every time God is telling him to do something and trying to lead him, Moses is always reverting back to his humanity. Yeah. I can't speak. Sure. I killed somebody. I did. It's yeah, always, yeah, yeah. yeah, but just follow the divine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think if we can just learn how to give way to the divine, mm. how that's going to save us so many heartaches, yeah. so many <clears throat> things we have to pay for that we shouldn't have to pay for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, places we're going to get where we shouldn't be and and just all sorts of things like that it's just better if we just learn how to respond to and and i like that scripture that talks about how god is heard in the thunder but he's also heard in the whisper Mm. and so i think sometimes i'm always looking for the thunder right i want the big the burning bush which is crazy because (laughs) even with the burning bush moses still wasn't convinced Mm. so it's like okay maybe if i can just learn how to small follow the whisper yeah you know, that's more powerful than the burning bush uh, because it's it's not more powerful. But I will say it's it's still God speaking, whether it's through the burning bush or whether it's through that nudge in your heart that you have. I mean, you're, there's something to say that, too. I, I would much rather my children even listen to me on the first time that I ask them True. in a calm True. voice. But like when it gets to the point to where they're really not listening, I got to raise yeah. my voice. I, I do not like to have right. to do that. And yes. I know they don't like when I have sure. to do that. It would be so much better if we all just listened the first time. I mean, around. that's so true. And I wonder if God's like that sometimes like hey i'm trying to give you a gentle nudge right now yes. this is just me saying hey this is a good idea Let, let's go this route yes. and then sometimes we still don't listen so he's like <laughs> <laughs> hear me yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know uh yeah i, I would much <clears throat> rather listen to the first time around if i have to have a burning bush experience every single time am i actually listening to god well, I wonder if in my mind, sometimes I think it's not supernatural unless it's a burning bush. Mm. But the truth of the matter is, is anytime you're being led by God, it's supernatural because yeah. you have a supernatural being that is yeah. leading you. So it's always supernatural. Again, it comes back to the, we're downplaying the God things. Yeah. We think it has to be over the top for it to be God. That's not true at yeah. all. Yeah. It's God when it's the small, still voice and it's God when it's the burning bush. It's God. Uh, and just seeing God in all of that, yeah. I think will empower us to respond a little quicker you know maybe just before it's just your story but before we go outside to actually do it we pause for a second and we're like okay this is something supernatural here yeah who's really speaking yeah like hebrews 12 28 that scripture Mm -hmm. who's really the one talking to me right now let me just pause for a moment and maybe there's something to be said about that we're always rushing and go 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 where sometimes we just need to take a moment yeah wait on the lord like the scriptures teach us so we can hear, yeah. and sometimes I do believe it takes time to discern. Sure, absolutely. It's like being taught something in school. Maybe you don't get it instantly. You got to just take a second and let it marinate. We talk about marinating a lot marinating. on this podcast. <laughs> Makes me hungry a little bit. Because <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up, and I'm going to marinate that bird. She's going to sit all night. She's going to be good the next day. But <laughs> So it's something to be said that we just got to just wait on the patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Yeah, yeah. And there's a reason why we should. It says with faith and patience, we inherit the promise. Well, what's the promise in this situation? He wants you. He doesn't want the enemy to be able to steal and kill from your finances. He doesn't want you to have to deal with this extra drama. And so just wait on him so you can inherit this promise of everything being well with you. Man. And yeah. Like even thinking back right now, like had I even just taken a moment 
to just really sit and reflect of like, okay, mm, mm. okay, I feel led like I should leave the dog inside right now. Maybe I should just sit and like analyze this yes. and talk to God for yes, a second. Yes, Because that would have been less time probably than oh, it would have been right. when I actually had to clean up all the mess. Yep. And then had to figure out if the dog is okay. And, you know, all that extra work Go outside. You know, all that extra work that was done after the fact yeah. was actually more time right. than it would have been to mm. investigate this leading I had on the inside. Yep. Man. So we almost Hindsight's need to... 2020, I know. I understand. But still, right. that's like, man, if but, I had just stayed, took his moment. <laughs> but I think in all things, we should allow it to be a learning experience Absolutely. for the good or the bad. Like, sure. if, if, we, if we do respond correctly, like, if you would have responded and nothing happened, then that's an opportunity for you to sit down and be like, man, I'm really glad I listened to the Lord. I think we need to use all these opportunities mm -hmm. to kind of build this on the inside of us. This is what happens. Yeah, yeah. Because I bet you if... And this is kind of where we make a mistake, too. If you would have responded to that and left the dog inside and mowed the grass and there wouldn't have been any hiccups and no issues, you would have just moved on. Yep. We need to kind of do it's almost like we need to go Old Testament and we need to start building these pillars, these places of worship where <laughs> yeah. we remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, after you're done mowing, come inside and be like, I'm really glad I responded to that because if something could have happened, it didn't happen because yeah. I was led. Yeah, actually taking a moment to acknowledge, okay, I was led. That's for this. it. Nothing happened, but there was still a leading. I yes. had to acknowledge that there was a leading, and I responded what I believe is correctly. <laughs> and the miracle was in nothing happening. Yeah. That's a miracle. That is a miracle. Right. And people might be like, there is no miracle. <clears throat> but there was. But there was. <laughs> <laughs> because you were led, yeah. which is a miracle, because yeah. you're just the fact that we have that ability is That's, miraculous. Yeah. That God can minister to our eternal part, our spirit, from his spirit, and guide us yeah. and lead us and speak to us and say, this is the way. Mm. Dude, that is miraculous. Why do we downplay stuff like this? Like, this is a miracle that we are walking out every single day wild. when we're being led by the creator. I think as believers, we need to get better at calling stuff what it is. Yeah, yeah. This is a miracle. Mm. And if you get on the highway and God's like, don't go that way, and you don't go that way, that was a miracle. Yeah. If you, so it's, it, we got to see this stuff for what it is. That is good. Like everybody's like, where's the miracles today? Where's the miracles today? Every time you're led, it's a miracle. The fact that you're taking <clears throat> a breath today. That's Come a on miracle now. right there. Right. We got to understand that we are a walking, living, breathing Amen. miracle because That's of our it. God. Yes. <clears throat> so good. Amen. And I think we just need to take, again, it goes back to the rush, 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 rush. I think I need to get better at this when God leads me. Like, I'll just use a small example. <clears throat> the other day I was in my bathroom and uh, I was brushing my teeth and we had this two towels on the floor that we use for when we get out of the bathroom and they were bunched up into like a ball on the floor. And I just had this, this nudge on the inside that someone's going to trip over that. And so I was like, okay, cool. And I walked out of the bathroom. And when I walked out of the bathroom, I was like, there's something there. So I walked back in the bathroom and I just took 30 seconds and laid them flat. So that way the next person who came in the shower could just get in and out of the shower. And as I was walking out of the bathroom, I really sensed in my heart, no audible voices, nothing. But I really sensed it because Samuel was the next one who was going to shower. I really sensed in my heart, if I wouldn't have moved those towels, he would have tripped over it and hit his head mm. on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really felt that in my spirit. And I almost felt like God gave me an attaboy where he was like, you just saved so much drama and we don't need any extra expenditures right now. We don't need any extra nonsense. And I really felt like he would have had to get stitches or we would have had to take him to the ER yeah. or something like that. And it just took 15 seconds of yeah. me going back into the bathroom. Now, did anything happen? 
Nope. Yeah. Kid showered without a hiccup. No problems. Nothing at all. That's a miracle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what could have happened if I wouldn't have went back in there? And people are, you know, and we hear people because this is what we have to remember what the scriptures say, that spiritual things are foolish to those who are natural. Mm. Someone who's not born again would hear that story and be like, that was just you and your brain. That was just coincidental. Right. That was just this and that. And it's like, no, that was the leading of the most high God yeah, telling yeah. me there's no reason I would think of why I need to straighten these towels. Right. We got to start recognizing, and again, I'm not one of those people that's super hyper-spiritual, where I don't over-spiritualize everything. And if you are one of those people, I'm not throwing any shade. Glory to God. I'm, I, I do lean more towards the natural. Yeah, that's yeah. just who I am in my person. <laughs> so I have to go on the other side of things and, and, and start looking for God in things sure. because I don't always chalk it up to that. And so it's like God was showing me in that moment, just take care of this for the next 15 seconds so everything will be, that's the promise we have, things will be well with you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and so he leads us in those small things because as scriptures also say, it is the small foxes that spoil the vine. And he's always trying to lead us in these little details because he is a detailed God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's leading us in these small details so that things over the big picture, life, yeah. can go well with mm-hmm. us. So listen (laughs) just listen man (laughs) but it's like i think in that moment god was like as i left the bathroom he was like good job son yeah yeah you know but he was using it as that's how you follow Mm -hmm. that's how you're led yeah yeah and there's been so many opportunities that i've missed that and there's been so many opportunities where i've responded to that i just want to get better I need my bat, my spiritual bat in average to be a thousand <laughs> instead of 300. You know, it's, I need to, I need to bring it up a lot. And I think one thing that'll help all of us is just remember that God is always leading us mm. always yeah, yeah. in all things. And so be sensitive to that. Yeah. It's crazy. Even and, about mowing my lawn, my dog, <laughs> God's trying to help me in that. moment. <laughs> well, let me ask this question to maybe help somebody. If we do follow, uh, what's the negative if we do? Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's only positive outcomes. Even if it's not God, but you sense that it is, what's the negative here? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I can't think of something. No, yeah. That would be negative. I mean, even in that moment, even if, <clears throat> I, if, if, if the reality of it was, had I listened and the outcome of what I predicted would have happened where if he would have stayed inside and he barked and Evie would have woke up. Okay. That would have been inconvenient on my part to where maybe I didn't get to finish mowing the lawn that day. Mm. But is it really that bad? Right. Which one's worse? Which one is worse? (laughs) My dog almost losing his tail or I have to push mowing the lawn until my wife gets home. You know what I mean? Like, is it really that bad? Right. No. I would much rather suffer through that situation than have to clean up blood all over the house. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, and I, how crazy is it that God is just so concerned about even these little things? Just trying to give you more time yeah. and help you save a little bit of money and the stress of it all and the drama of it all and the anxiety of it all. Just trying to save us from all of that. Yeah. You know, when we talk about salvation and how it's sozo, how it is all included, he's trying to save us from everything, even ourselves at yeah. times. And I, th- I think that's a lot of it. Save us from <clears throat> ourselves, please, God. <laughs> Honestly, because we just don't know. We're out here about to screw it all up. <laughs> but it goes back to what we've talked about many, many times. In our, I, I, I was listening to somebody 
the other day, and I think we might have shared this on the pod, but they say that the smartest people on the planet only have 1% of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So that still leaves 99% of stuff that they don't know. Yeah. And that's the, that's the top tier, <laughs> which that percentage of people is probably less than 1%. So, so there's like my percentage. <laughs> there's less than 1% of the people on the planet that have 1% of knowledge. So it's a very small sure. nucleus, right? But so why do we think that our, which I'm probably like a 0. 0.0000 some percent of zero, knowledge. Zero, zero, zero. <laughs> so why do we think that our 0.00% of knowledge is better than his infinite knowledge? Yeah. In his infinite wisdom. It's absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So like we've talked about many times on the pod, it's about just having faith in the infinite knowledge and the infinite wisdom of the God that you serve. Yeah. The creator that loves you. Yeah. And I think in moments like that, when we just step back and we're like, all right, I don't know everything. I don't understand everything. But you, God, you do. So let me just trust that this is from you. That's what faith is. Mm-hmm. And let me just go for it. Yeah. So you can preserve my time, my finances, my family, my, my rescue dog. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you can just protect all of it. Yeah. And that's what he's wanting to do. And we, we've talked about that even at youth. Like these parameters that God's, it's not to steal stuff from us. Sure. It's to protect us. Absolutely. It's for our benefit. It's not that he's trying to steal fun, steal time, steal resources. He's trying to protect all that stuff. He's yeah. trying to protect your fun, protect your time, protect your resources. And so it's important that we live within the parameters that God is laying out before us so that everything can be preserved and everything can be protected. And even though it wasn't a written, Cody, do this, it was still some parameters that he sure. was putting on your life in that moment to try to protect your life. And yeah. so it's important that we see why God is doing the things that God is doing. Yeah. <clears throat> like I want to desire, I, I desire to hear his voice in my life. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I believe that hopefully most people do. But at the same time, we, it, it needs to be more than just desire. Like when we, after we desire it, when we hear it, we need to heed it. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It's like yes. I, I pray that prayer almost every single morning. Like, God, let me be led by you today. <clears throat> God, let me hear your spirit today. Let, let, me be, let me know your voice today. But then when I hear your voice, I need to also say I'm going to respond to your yes. voice in the right way. And so that's something that uh, I feel like I've been challenged by the Lord this mm. weekend. Like, hey, I talked to you. You didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's going to be yeah. fine. But yeah, yeah. it's been a great teaching moment for me this mm. weekend. It's been good. So, yeah, I'm desiring to hear his voice, but now I'm also desiring to heed that wisdom and, as well. And, and in your phone or a journal or something, I would document the times that you do heed his mm. wisdom and nothing happens. Yeah. That's a victory. That's good. And remember that and start racking up those victories because, again, I think we just shrug it off as – and we like again if nothing would have happened you probably wouldn't have given it a second thought from that moment probably forward. not and we need to give it second thoughts we need to remember wow i was just led mm-hmm. that was fantastic and because i think we're and and and, and also you can document the negative experiences sure. too as a learning all things should be a learning experience i when it comes to following god i always try to heed on the side of caution like yeah. i'm always going to assume that it's god and i'm just going to go for it um especially after some of the experiences i've had you know uh like I, I started sharing that story when we were up in Indiana, we were sitting watching a hot air balloon festival and the boys were out in front of us playing and Samuel was like three feet in front of me and I felt on the inside, call him back closer to you. 
And I was like, and this is what we do. We, the Moses effect, we start making excuses. Well, I'm not a good speaker. I'm just a man, blah, 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 blah. Sure. And so my excuse was like, I don't want to be that parent. That's like, son, you're too far. You need to come back closer to dad. He's three feet. I don't want to yeah. be that helicopter parent. And again, the Holy Spirit was like, you need to call him back closer to you. And I was like, no, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And then after uh, arguing with God, just moments after that, there was a broken bottle glass in the grass and he stepped on it with his foot because him and Christian were barefoot playing in the grass and he severed his heel. Ugh. And I was like, idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> why didn't I just listen? Man. If I would have just pulled him back to be closer to me, yeah, yeah. that whole thing could have been avoided. And it's the things that I cannot see sometimes that God is trying to protect me from yeah. because he sees all of it. That's what I was going to say, man. That, that is something that I feel like I've learned a little bit as you know my, my my small time as being a parent now but i remember like when you first became a parent and i don't know if you remember this but you started talking about how like being a parent helped you understand the relationship we have with god yes. on a, such a greater level and i feel like i've kind of grown in that mm. area a lot more now too because now i'm like oh i'm a father now i understand him as a father a little yes. bit better but it's like as parents <laughs> oftentimes we are able to see the things that our children don't see That's in right. that moment That's you know exactly there's right. been so many times where at night, like our kids are about to brush their teeth and my kids are like jumping up and down playing at the counter. I'm like, guys, yep. you cannot be doing that. Yep. Like, I love you so much. I'm glad you're having fun. I was like, but you are going to hurt yourself. Yeah. And there's been so many times where I've told them that and they've gotten hurt because I see it before they see it, before they recognize it. And so I feel like if we can have that same, I don't know if understanding is the right word or maybe just that same respect for our God. Yes. Knowing he yes. sees more than I see in this yes. moment. Yes, amen. He understands more than I understand mm. in this moment. Mm -hmm. This might seem like a trivial thing that I'm just mowing my lawn today, mm -hmm. but he is outside of this time and space. He is outside of this world, and he sees all that's going to come, all yeah. that's already happened, and so I should heed that wisdom because he's already been there. He yeah. knows what will happen, or should I not heed this wisdom? And so that... I don't know who's out there listening, but even for myself, like I, I want to be encouraged by that in that same way that God knows more than I do. He sees more than yes. I do. So I should understand and respect his wisdom, respect his vision so I can heed it and follow after the best path for me in that moment. And it's funny because in church we sing all these songs like I trust you. I love you. I think of oceans. It's an older song. We yeah. haven't sang it, but let me walk on the waters where my faith is. And then when we get these real life applications to implement these stuff that like, okay, now's not the time to sing about trusting God. It's actually time to really trust God. <laughs> I feel like that's where I flop and I flounder sometimes yeah. because it's like <clears throat> real application of doing is always a little bit more challenging than just lifting my hands in church and singing about it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I really have to, and that's one thing that's so inspiring about the word of God. When you read it and you see all these people that really had to trust him and very like, crucial times and very crazy times um it's like okay and i'm struggling to trust him on just calling my son back to me like dude i've got to do better yeah i have got to do better and i think it's just about understanding that god always has my back mm. and he's not going to lead me and guide me into a situation that is going to negatively affect me yeah every situation that he's trying to lead and guide me is for my benefit and the benefit of those all around me so don't hesitate but just obey amen and then it's going to work out the way that it needs to work out and 
that's such an analogy for how we all think. Like just when you were talking about your kids, it's, it's so funny because youth culture has been that way. I was that way when I was a teenager. It's that youth culture. God is trying to steal my fun. Mm -hmm. Dad, let me jump at the counter with the toothbrush in my hand. Let yeah. me have fun. I'm a kid. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. And so it's just interesting how our human mind tries to break things down and tries to negotiate how it's okay to do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And God is thinking, bro, see the bigger picture. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to preserve something here. I'm yeah. trying to save something here. I'm trying to bless something here. I'm trying to keep something mm -hmm. here. Just trust me in this so all will be well with you. Amen. <clears throat> Learn from me. <laughs> Learn from both of us. <laughs> yeah. God's speaking to you today. Yes. That's what I believe. And mm. You know, I'm sure we've said it many a time in the podcast, but God cares about the small things in your life just as much as he cares about the big things mm -hmm. in your life. And so he's trying to talk to you today. Let's be open to hear that wisdom. So Let's true. be open to hear what he has for yeah. us. You know, again, even for myself, I, I want to do better. Yes. At not just listening, but also responding to what I hear from Amen. the Holy Spirit. And so that's my challenge for you guys today is uh, don't let the world and the desires get your dog's tail cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but really, I think that's my desire moving forward. Hopefully, my challenge to you yeah. is just listen to that voice Follow on the inside. It. Follow it. Yep. Heed his wisdom so all can be well with you. Yep. Amen. Amen. I got a similar story real quick as we sign sure, off. go ahead. We had this black lab. His name was Alex. He's such a cool dog. And we got home one night, <clears throat> and I shut the door to the car, and his tail, it cut the tip of his tail oh. off. Now, what's funny is he didn't yelp. He didn't do anything. He just went about his business. He went inside the house and just wagging, just happy, and blood all over the walls, all over the kitchen, all over the living room, the staircase, the carpet. And we were inside for a good three minutes before we even realized. Wow. Yeah, I think it was like I was just like sitting there, and all of a sudden something wet hit me on the face, and I was like, what uh, is that? And then it was like blood. Uh, I was like, ah, uh, I'm dying. And then, so we started looking around. We're like, why are the walls red? What is happening? <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's crazy because you're so right. His was the tip of his tail. And trying to get that sucker to heal was a nightmare because he would always chew off the bandage and he's always wagging his tail and he's always chewing his tail. It took months for that to heal. And his tail was a couple inches shorter after that <laughs> night. But he, he, but it's amazing how dogs just don't feel it. I was so shocked, man. I was like, dude, you just got hit with a lawnmower blade. <laughs> and like you just stood up like nothing happened. You're just wagging your tail. Right. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, right. what is happening here, man? Like, ugh. I guess he's tough. Dude's been through a lot, I guess. Like, in my well, thought, it's like, maybe he's just like, it's just another day. <laughs> dog testimonies for us on the podcast oh today. Just God. be happy even when it's awful. Oh. <laughs> just, I'm still here with my owner, just, man. <laughs> just have that have that mentality, bro. This is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little tough right now, but let me just be happy. It was only my tail and not my head. My let tail's just... <laughs> cut, but at least I'm not out there on my own trying to fend for myself. I'm still Honestly, here with bro, my buddy, my owner. Perspective. <laughs> Dog, have a dog perspective. A dog perspective, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh gosh, I Good love times. that dog. Yep, that dog frustrates me, but I love him so much. Yeah, <laughs> we had we had a, a horse that cut itself on a barbed wire fence, and because where we lived up in the mountains, we couldn't get a veterinarian to. Dad <sighs> flossed him. He stitched him up with dental floss. That's crazy. Yeah. Until the next day when a vet could get out there and fix it up right. I, there was a small part of me that was like, am I going to have to stitch this dog myself? Like, I just really didn't want to go to the emergency vet. That was another yeah, thing, too, because they, they charge so much. And I, they are I appreciate for what they do, but right. it's just like, 
Like, there's been times that I've had to go to the emergency vet, and it's been, like, stupid little things that, like, it could have just waited. Mm. And I was, like, a part of me was, like, is this even necessary to go? Like, that's my, my thought process was, like, so there's might be people out there, like, why didn't you immediately go to the emergency vet? It's, like, yeah. well, I just want to make sure that I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It sounds so bad, but that's it's just, bad. like, I don't want to spin an arm and yeah. a leg for something that was trivial. And so. Right. At least in that moment, I do feel like I was led after the fact that I didn't have to go yeah. to the emergency vet. You know, it could have waited till my biggest thing was like, all right, I got the bleeding to stop. I just want to make sure it's not going to get infected. Right. I won't lose the tail later on. Right. <laughs> that right. was my thing. So. Yeah. You anyway, did right. Did Good right job. in the end. In the end. <laughs> in the end. All is Amen. well. <laughs> we're all learning. We're all growing. Follow I don't know God. that I'm going to attach pictures. To the, I thought about it, putting pictures <laughs> Please on, but don't. that might be a little Please bit too... Don't. Uh, gory yeah i'll save you guys on this one please don't <laughs> it was gross yeah i'll tell you that much it was gross and uh Ew. yeah all right love you guys love you guys <laughs> be led listen yeah. and obey yep amen love you guys so much we'll see you on the next one bye bye, bye.